When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everyone? Daniel Smooth here. I wanted to show you guys a cool thing we're doing. This podcast is sponsored by Canada Dips, the newest lineup to the dip game, but in CBD form. The Candidips lineup features products made for every man's lifestyle. All tins are proudly crafted from the hills of Humboldt County in California. It's filled with flavor and will give you that good vibe that CBD brings to the room. So what are you waiting for? Use the promo code BELLYUP20 in all caps at Candidips.com for 20% off your next order. That's BELLYUP20 at Candidips.com. It's time to BS. Mike, we're professional, sort of. <laughs> dude. It took I'll, a little bit. It took a little bit. A, no, it, once you get the hang of it, because, dude, once you get, like, a layout, <clears throat> stuff like this, yeah, trust me. I mess up every time from going from single screen to double screen. It's a total screw up. So no, oh, dude, it's a pain in the ass. I'll is. tell you that. No. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live officially for the fourth time now. <laughs> I've done live streams in the past before, and they haven't really worked out. But thankfully, thanks to the lads and wait, not that corner, not that corner, that corner over there, ah. Belly Up Media and Belly Up Sports. Uh, they have. Been generous enough to allow me the keys to my own car, in terms oh, of the department snap. of B- in terms of the department of BS and the live stream department. So here we are. Oh boy, fourth time's a charm, I guess. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome live from the beaches of Long Island, New York. Where is it? There's that button. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two hundred two of Time to BS. My name is Daniel Smith. I'm the host and the president of the Department of BS. And joining me next to me, coming to you from the desert of Oklahoma, What's host up? of the host of the Area Attack podcast himself, Michael McGlintock. Dude, what's up, dude? What is going on? Everything my it it sounds great. The new microphone sounds great. Just we're gonna cause some chaos. Hey, I'm all about chaos. Let's go for it, dude. We're gonna cause some mass chaos. If you want to text the show, be sure to text the the uh, the candidates hotline over at six three one two five six seven nine nine one. If you want to just talk some crap, you know, 
we'll have some fun. We'll have some fun. We'll have it. But uh, holy crap! It, you know the whole the whole thing that I've wanted to do with this particular program is create like a radio type of feel, right? And I played around with OBS. OBS is a pain in the ass. Pain in my ass. By the way, uh, don't be afraid to comment, ladies and gentlemen, for those joining it on the stream via YouTube and on uh, Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, just we'll cause some fun. And we're uh, brought to you by our friends over at DraftKings. Used to pro- uh, go to dkng.com slash bellyup150 to get $200 off when you bet $5 or more at DraftKings and SeatGeek. Use the promo code BellyUpSports at all caps at SeatGeek.com to get $20 off your first purchase. Dude, I had a uh, a neat little free promotion at Target. Really? Earlier today. Yeah, we, I was we were, I was walking around because I, I got a wedding to go to tomorrow. Right. And I had to pick up like dress socks. So I'm walking around Target. I see an Islander jersey. You know those t- those generic jerseys that oh, Target yeah. likes to make? You know, I found an Islanders one. Right. And for craps and giggles, uh, there was also a Rangers fan, you know, coming up towards me. I was like, oh, fuck Pittsburgh. Fuck Pittsburgh. <laughs> works every time. It works every time. If you want, <laughs> it works every time. Seriously. Anytime I like get into an argument with a Rangers fan, I just say, fuck Pittsburgh or fuck Washington. And they cease fire. It's great. <laughs> it's great. That's about the that's the only good thing about some of these fan bases. There's only a there's a certain comedy, there's a certain standpoint, I guess, or or a statement that we can all agree on. And so that's that's what makes it cool. Also, I forgot. Uh, I can also mute you with the uh, Roadcaster Pro. Nice. And I can also, with the Roadcaster Pro, I just muted myself again. But here we are. So I don't have to <laughs> use the mouse over and over again. Best that investment ever. But uh, Mike, how are you doing, bro? <laughs> Dude, I'm doing well. Uh, you know, brought in the new oh, year and uh, I muted you again. Damn it! <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Sorry. Nah, dude, you're good. Nah, uh, I'm my doing fault. <laughs> epic failure. Nah, no, nah, it's all good. Uh, no, I'm doing well, dude. Uh, just got off the uh, not literally, but this week had a new uh, episode of the Air Raid uh, come out. Nice. Clyde came on. You know, we got to talk some Denver Broncos and great input but uh, personal life i'm am doing well uh good man you know brought in the new year 24 and hoping for big things this year so how about yourself my man ah uh, i can't really complain bro i really can't complain honestly i mean I, every now and then you get some bumps in the road from time to time and eh, whatever i mean i'm wearing a colts jersey and an islanders hat today so i really can't say to complain too much that's a nice little combination though it's a weird combo for me yeah that's really weird it's not bad but it's different in a good way no it's eh, i i pretty much you know how would i say it put a stamp on the end of this season for the seahawks i mean it's just oh my god yeah where do i begin i'm right there with you well i mean you had hope let's be real here you had had hope yeah we had a high hope and it fizzled really really quick well do you really want cool. something to do you want something to mess your brain up real quick? Do it. So as of right now, which we're mm-hmm. record which we're recording, it is Saturday the sixth here in uh lovely January of twenty twenty four. Uh the Seattle Seahawks are currently ranked twenty seventh in total defense. They are first in the NFC in sacks. 
They also lead the league with 91 tackles for loss. Hmm. Have the second lowest passing touchdown percentage with 3.6%. And are last in rush defense. Hmm. So what what you're telling me is you guys can get to the quarterback, but by all means, you cannot stop them running against you. No, we can get we we uh, we can barely get to the quarterback. It's just, <laughs> we can't stop the run to save our life. No, exactly. Oh my god, what was that last year when um Josh Jacobs ran for like three hundred yards? Like he yeah. went he went ape shit. <laughs> yeah, I think he was on my fantasy team that day, and uh, I thanks uh, Mike, and uh, I rejoiced. On that one. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have fun with this roadcast. We're gonna have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of fun. But yeah, I I am at the point where I just do I want to see Pete go? Do I want to see him stay? I, I don't know anymore. I really well, don't. From a non-biased standpoint and just a fan of the game, I think it's time for Pete to go. I think Thank he you. stayed. I think he's I think he's done what he's done. I think it's time for Seattle to move on and to get a new look. Because what's going to happen is you guys are going to if, – if the longer Pete stays, and I'm not going to sit here and say he he may – you may win it all next year. I really don't know, obviously. But um, the longer he stays, the farther back and sitting back you guys are getting as an organization. Yeah, I, I agree with you with that. I mean, how long have I said this before in all the years that you've known me? Well, let's see. If you want to go back to the good old days when you and me and Kyle and Dave and and Will was on, <laughs> I mean, it's been a while, dude. <laughs> how long have How long have I been doing this? Time. How long have I been doing this show now? Almost five years. Yep. It's almost five years of doing yep. this. Terrible, terrible. But at the same time, it's fun. And it took five years to get actual professional microphones. For real, <laughs> honestly. What the hell? <laughs> We're moving on up. <laughs> I mean, let's. Um, when did we start off with a USB microphone and just? Because you had the because you had the the most had, radio experience out of the, out of all of us. Yeah, and what's funny is when I first started Air Raid back on February of 2020, I used my phone. That was the only thing. That's right. And I kid you not, dude. I effed up. I think the first whole season, if you will. I had guests coming on. The background music was still. That's when I was using Anchor, and you can record on Anchor and all. Yeah, this Anchor stuff. was an Anchor was annoying at that at that point yeah, for me. Yeah, and that was like, yeah, I'm glad exactly. Yeah, what are you gonna do? And so finally, slowly with your help and everybody else's help, I'm like, okay, cool. But hey, I appreciate dude, that, man, dude. Uh, yeah, use my phone, and then I had that one microphone. I'm sure I still have it somewhere. That little stand looking thing. That was I found an old relic. Do you remember this little? Yes. This is so for those watching. This is what I've used in the past. It's a good stinking <laughs> USB microphone. Right. But for those listening, it is the blue snowball microphone. It is a good microphone if you want to record through Skype or whatever, or like or StreamYard, like we're using now to try and. It's good quality. The problem is the background noise. Yep. And then I got a Rodecaster Pro to the left of me. <whistles> Exhibit A. I got to get me one of those. <laughs> it's great investment. <laughs> it's such a good investment. Especially with the fact that I got all these SEC podcasters who hit me up. Now I've got to 
for next football season. Oh, we're gonna have fun. I've got. We're gonna have fun. Oh, if you need uh if you need some more uh some more podcasting, uh, like some more podcasts to come join the club, I'll I'll let you know. And if uh share along the ride, I'll I'll join your ride and you join the ride that we're on. This, this is a roller coaster of dick baggery. That's oh, what absolutely. we're. That's what we do here. Absolutely, we, just, we have a good time, but we got off track as we usually do. Um, I have been perplexed. I have been mm-hmm. skeptical on the Seahawks. How would you put it? End of season turmoil because they are eight and eight. They're dead ass at, at five hundred. Right. Um, entering tomorrow's game in Arizona. Which you guys should win. I guess. I'm shocked the Oklahoma boy in his fandom of Kyler Murray has not said otherwise. I'm surprised Kyler's done as decent as he did. He really has, which is shocking yeah. to me. I'm not going to lie. that I'm shocked by that one. Jonathan Gannon, of mm-hmm. all things. Of all things. Yep. But if we're going back to this discussion of... The whole, like, we, we have this conversation all the time amongst football fans or whatever. Like, who's getting fired on Black Monday? Black Monday, this, Black Monday, that. Mm-hmm. Who's getting fired? I think we're all in agreement. Ron Rivera, Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. Like, those two, um, you can make an argument. Um, there There's a weird argument in Philadelphia about if Nick Sirianni is safe or not. Which is, let's be honest here, he he is. He took now, his. He I went will, to the Super Bowl last year, exactly, and he. I mean, he has a chance again to go back again this year. I'm not, he should. Yeah, I mean, they he have should. a chance um, to get back. I'll throw in. I mean, he won't be fired Monday because they're beating the playoffs. I would not be surprised if Mike McCarthy down in Dallas gets fired once they once their season ends. Mike, McCar- Mike McCarthy round. is a fascinating case mm-hmm. because. On one hand, he's given Dak Prescott a pretty good season for he he's helped coach Dak Prescott to be a pretty good quarterback. However, that defense is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, Vrabel's in there. Mike Vrabel with the Titans is one of them. He could he could get fired, but at the same point, it's not his fault. Well, no, but in Tennessee, um. If the Seahawks, I'm, if the Seahawks job is available, that's gonna be the best job. That's gonna be the best job. I want to give you a guy, and we don't see firings much out of this organization. You know, probably know I'm gonna go with this. Pittsburgh. Any ch- yep. Any chance Mike Tomlin gets to gets the no. king slip? No. Um, and the only reason, the only reason Tomlin stays, is because his team is inconsistent. But they're consistently winning, sort of. True. And how often do you see a coach get fired in the city of Pittsburgh? It's never happened. Not just the Steelers, not just the Steelers, the Pirates, and especially the Penguins. Like, it never happens. I well, mean, no, it doesn't. Aside from the Penguins, but like, that's beside the point. Um, no, I don't think Tomlin gets fired. Um, Unless they just stink the bed terribly, if they make the playoffs and stink the bed, which you never know, 
You never know. Well, no, you don't. No. That would be the one that I'll be really curious on. I'm with you, though. I don't think he does, but he's a name that, you know, I kind of been thinking about just simply because, you know, do you think Arthur Smith down at uh, Atlanta gets gets canned? I don't know. Part of me says yes. Part of me says no. Because Bijan's a good player. He's a heck of a B- Bijan Robinson's a really good back. You know, go back to Pete because if the Seahawks job becomes available, how how many can, candidates would be there? Because I can name two right off the top of my head. Mike McDonald from the Ravens, the defensive coordinator, hmm. and without even without hesitation, Dan Quinn. Oh, I think Dan Quinn's a hot. He's a without hot without again. hesitation, Dan yeah. Quinn. If if the Seahawks job becomes available, which I think is the biggest reason to why Dan Quinn did not take a job last offseason. Denver, yep. Is because there you go. Is because the Seahawks job has been in the back of his head. He wants that job. I don't I think a lot of people will make this argument. If Dan Quinn becomes this becomes available for the taking, like if the Seahawks job is right there, right, right there. How how many bets would you take that Quinn gets that job? He'd be the he would be the odds on the favorite to win it. I think you know I think he could be Seattle's. I think he could be Dallas's. If if in fact Jerry Jones does, even though I think Jerry Jones is the issue in Dallas, but he's been can't the issue fight, for twenty years. <laughs> exactly, he can't. Real you can't fire yourself, so you can eliminate that. But. I think Mike McCarthy, if he gets fired, I think even though I still think Lincoln Riley's a name to keep an eye on uh, for the Chargers, for the Cowboys, I think he bolts out of USC. There's something going on in USC. I don't know what it is. You have had your eye on this for two years. There's something going on. I will on give you there. credit. I will give you credit. Mike, the big Oklahoma fan that he is, ride or die. I'm shocked you don't have a tattoo of the OU logo on there. I'm One shocked. day I will. <laughs> One day you will. One day I will. Yeah. One day it's hard with three kids. It's hard with yes. three kids, a wife and a house, and God knows well, how many expenses are there. I understand that part. That's why I'm getting started on my early. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but um, on a side note, I don't think. Well, let's. If the only college head coach that could. You can make an argument like jumps for the NFL as Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. Which we're keeping an eye on Monday mm-hmm. for the national title game, which we'll get to we'll we'll traverse our we'll traverse our asses over there later. But I don't know. I I want I want Pete gone because the offense is inconsistent at best. Oh, absolutely. The, your, the big one is your defensive head coach and your defense has been ranked near the bottom of the league for the last five years. Mm-hmm. And you could blame Jamal Adams, which, by the way, get him to the moon ASAP. Um, that trade has been like, Kyle, if you're listening, you warned me and I should have listened to you. Um, yep. Schneider, I think, stays and because it's a lot harder to find a great GM than a good head coach. Agreed. That's the only reason he stays. Agreed. Um, again, I it's well, my whole point, my whole point was this. 
Pete is not getting fired. He's going to get forced into retirement. I don't think he gets fired as much as he gets forced in retirement. He's 73 years old. Mm-hmm. The dude is good. Well, he's going to be, he's 72, but he's going to be 73 years old in September this year. Um, They have made it to the NFC champ. They have not made it to the NFC title game since 2014. Mm-hmm. They have won three playoff games since then. 2015, 2016, 2018. Three. Three playoff games since then. And there are people that will still defend this man and saying, oh, he's the best coach the Seahawks have ever had. Without question, he is. But saying that, oh, Pete should stay is like because you only need a great you only need a great defensive line. No. That's not it. Your defensive scheme is not working anymore. No. Offenses have continuously figured out your scheme. They've figured it out. And the perfect example, another perfect example is San Francisco is worlds better than you. The 49ers mm-hmm. with an inferior record since 2015. Let's yep. be real. Look it up. The Niners have had a worse record than the Seahawks since 2015. Don't believe me? Google's right there. Mm-hmm. And they have ran circles around you. Circles. Both offense and defense. Circles. And you're wondering, why can't we stop them? Yep. I don't know. Mike, you're more of a football genius than me. <laughs> I mean, let's be, let, you watch college football and pro football. Oh, like yeah. It, yeah, it's mainly what I grew up on, yeah. Like, like a madman. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Because I have, you know, kick dirt and punch toolboxes out of anger for this team over the last few years, what would you do? I personally would let him go. And and, and, and I would personally tell Pete, thanks for, for what you've done in Seattle. You've brought this team, you know, you took him to the level, should have been back to back, but that's a whole, you know, I'm not trying to jab on that one, but should have won back to back Super Bowls and, and stuff like that. Now, this team has seen success and has been to the top. This team hasn't been there in quite a while, and you mentioned that. Honestly, dude, it's time for Seattle to pack up. And I hate to do this. I hate to give him an alternatum. Hey, either we're going to remove you from the head coach and keep you as GM or get ready. I think it's just tough for him to maybe he's maybe he plays a role in some other category in the front office. That's perfectly fine. Well, let me but... let me stop you. Let me stop you with that because what people don't talk about, he's also the vice president of mm-hmm. football ops. Most of the decisions that Pete makes in terms of the coat, in terms of the roster management, yep. coaching, is it all goes through him. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. He hasn't hired a great offensive coordinator since Norm Chow at your mentioned USC. USC, yeah. And you can argue Dan Quinn. You can argue Gus Bradley, who is now the, the DC of the Colts, but. Anyway, continue. I would overall no, you're good, dude. Overall, I would just it's for, it's the time for you guys to get a new look. Whether he stays in vice president of football ops, hey, that's up to them. But I think as a head coach for especially on the on the field, it's time for you guys to get a new look. 
because the Niners surpassed you guys. <laughs> the Rams have surpassed you guys to an extent. You hear that, Jack? Even Mike agrees with you. Yeah, the Rams have surpassed, even though last year was a little rough. Cardinals are going to get there. The Seahawks, they're just, it's a tough division. I'm not knocking that by any means. If Arizona gets the right pieces, they might pass you guys. You guys are really skitting set back the yeah. longer he stays. I think it's yeah. time for Seattle to get a fresh look, a new look. The offense that he runs doesn't work anymore. Well, the ownership, too, is going to get impatient because here's another thing that people don't talk about. Jody Allen's lease or agreement with from her brother, the late Paul Allen, it's up in a year. Right. So they so the franchise might get sold to whoever. Right, exactly. And they're going to want to, like, like the Broncos just did, they're yep. going to need to do something to get the new owner's attention. Mm -hmm. Whether that's, you know, Jeff Bezos, my money's on Bezos because he's from there. I like Bezos, yeah. I would want Bezos as the Seahawks owner. Yeah. Me personally, because... I think that's your best option out that way. Mofo's got pockets. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's got pockets. <laughs> if Elon don't have pockets, then yeah. Bezos does. <laughs> Oh, dude, he's. I love this he's soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> easily the best, easily the best purchase I've ever made. Yeah, I got to get me one of those. Which is amazing considering yeah. I have this bad boy, the roadie pod mic, for those listening. Or if you can see, can you see? I can see. Wait, wait, wait. Smoke weed every day. Ah, there's that delightful button Ayo. we know and love. We know and love. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, we uh, you touched on uh, the national title game. <laughs> Michigan and Washington is Monday. Washington has not competed for national title since '91, mm -hmm. and Michigan. The last. When the hell won. was it? The last time that well, they won a national championship was 97. I think Nebraska played for it, but they code national championship at the time. But that was the last time they won one. I actually played one. It's been a while. What was it against Bama? No, it couldn't have been. Keep keep thinking. I'm going to Google this. I'm going to say played for it. Could be Oklahoma back in the 80s and 70s. 90s, Colorado was 90. Washington was 91. I don't think it was 90 against that really good Cordell Stewart Colorado team. Maybe mid-90s if they did play for one. Because they haven't, well, asked, they code national champ in 97, haven't played for one since. Um, It's been a while. I'm going to say if they actually... They actually playing for it. I know they played us in some bowl games. I think 97, you're right. They got another Nebraska one that year as well, along with them. I think. 1997. Yeah. The last year before the BCS system uh, came into effect. Sounds about right. Really? That can't be right. 
That would be darn near close to it because we won in 2000 and Florida State was 99. Yeah, that very well could be. Wow. Yeah, that very was, well could be. Who was 98? Miami, right? Tennessee. Really? Hold on. Amazing. Uh, the college football junkie that you are. Tennessee, I believe. That has to be Tennessee. We're going too far down the rabbit hole here. Um, <laughs> we got to stop. We got to stop. We got to stop. Mm. We got to stop. <laughs> but um, Michigan is playing Washington, uh, Washington in Houston mm-hmm. for the college football playoff national title game. Tennessee won the first BCS national championship. Thank you. Thank you, genius Mike, that you are. Um, I want to say Washington wins because, for one, they're very well coached. Kalen DeBoer is a damn good coach over UW. Mm-hmm. Penix has an arm and a half. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he can sling it. And then Michigan, well, Michigan's defense is great. Mm-hmm. Michigan's got a really great defense. Their front seven's really good. Oh, they're good. Their um, front seven's good. And what Michi- what Washington could do is they have to test these Michigan corners because they have a dual mm-hmm. receiver that is probably the best in the nation. Probably. I mean, for those of you who are over here in the East Coast, oh, you probably yeah. don't you probably don't know what the hell we're talking about. No. But for those of you over the Pac-12, well, the soon-to-be-destroyed Pac-12. But anyway, I digress. Um, Real quick, on the, I'm not trying to make a jab at him, but kind of, <clears throat> how much of a slap in the face is this to the Pac-12 that this is next year's Big Ten champion? Uh, Big Ten what game. a dick move! <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a bummer. <laughs> what a dick move by the Pac-12 to disband the year Washington makes the college. Oh. They're going to be seeing a whole lot more. What a come. level move this has to be. <laughs> who who's, who's the Pac-12 commissioner? Who is it again? I can't remember. But he must be thinking to himself, what is it? You know that stupid meme of the dog sitting in the burning house like, this is fine. That's him right now. <laughs> oh, it's um, George. Someone. George Cliff. Khalif Loff, or I can't pronounce it. It's George K. We'll just call him George some K. Ju- some Greek name. Some guy is about to be unemployed is who he is. Oh, my God. Jesus. But Washington. I think Washington wins. Just to be a slap in the face of the Pac-12, that'd be funny. No, I kind of want – this is going to be a really interesting game. I, I found the tweet that I tweeted at somebody, and I got to unfortunately own up to that. Washington wasn't going to compete with with Texas and that they were going to get. Yeah, I, I kind of screenshotted that tweet on purpose. Right. I screenshotted that text Bad. message on purpose. Yeah. So I got to own up to all you Husky fans out there. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting game. I think if I think the offense for Michigan can score that against Washington's D or the Michigan offense, that Washington defense, if but the key to this one is going to be really on Washington. They've got to score more. They're going to have to keep this game out of Michigan's reach when it comes to points. Because in the Big Ten, for some reason, I don't know what it is about that conference, they don't score many points. Eh. 
I don't know why. Eh, except for Ohio State. It's, well, yeah. It must suck to to lose against Missouri. But um <laughs> <laughs> sucks to suck. Exactly. <clears throat> but who am I to say? We lost to Arizona. So um, but anyways, so <sighs> overall, do I think well, I think Washington has a chance. I'm just gonna go, I'm with you on this one. Even though I got Lexi coming on next week, UW's got some good players, though. They got some, no, but it's this gonna be a good team. They're gonna be good. This is gonna be a good game. This game is gonna be practically the United States of America against Michigan because a lot of people, including myself, don't believe that this team should be in because of the allegation of cheating, anyway. So I think. I think well, I mean I don't have no proof of that, but I mean I think- okay, let okay, let's go let's go to that. If we're being honest, teams steal signs well exactly all the time. Look at the Houston Astros. I'm not defending Michigan under any circumstances. No. You you fucked up and you got caught. So what? You pay up the punishment. And you know what? Mm-hmm. With the with the interim head coach, they destroyed the last three opponents, one of them being Ohio State. Mm-hmm. They deserve to be number one in the country for a reason. Well, absolutely. And by the way, FSU suck it for the U. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, um, they they did not deserve to be in there. So. Nah, it's whatever. But listen, it's it's whatever. It's done. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Florida State's going to leave the ACC out of spite, motherfucker. <laughs> Next year, we'll argue about that 13th spot between the 12th and the 13th ranked team. This year, we'll just talk Washington, Washington. No, I think well, I, I'm going to go my unrealistic and say Washington wins. I really would like to see him win because it is the last game. A Pac-12 team will be, well, really Pac-12 in general. So last yeah. time a non-national you know, championship happens to be Washington. I'm going to go Washington, but I would not be surprised if Michigan wins. It, it would not surprise me. I just hope it's a good game, unlike TCU. It'll be a good year. game. It'll be a good game. It'll be, it'll be a good game. I have some hopes it'll be a good game. First time in nine years that a SEC team is not in there, though. Where's that button? Found it. <laughs> I found the button. <laughs> Wait, I have another sound. Hold on, hold on. I like this thing. I like this a lot. <laughs> having too much fun there, Mister. I have been having too much fun with this thing. I just you, you, you would love to try it. No, I got to get me one. You would love to try this thing. <laughs> dude, I'd be like, Boy. go to eBay. Go to eBay. Oh, absolutely, dude. Go to eBay. They got it. Um. So I have gone back and forth with this next topic here. Mm-hmm. The uh, the top five of the NFL draft is probably going to be set in stone. Maybe. Uh, but the Bears have clinched the first round pick thanks to Scott Fitter and uh, mm-hmm. the Carolina Panthers stupidity. Yep. Anyway, uh, the commanders are probably going to go number two. By the way, change that name back. Um, please do. Please do. Um, just history. Anyway. Uh, the Patriots are a third spot since the 90s. Um, the Cardinals are going to be fourth, and the Giants are going to be five. So, 
The only way the Bears take a first take a quarterback first overall, whether it's Caleb Williams, Penix, Jane Daniels, or somebody, mm-hmm. is they have to trade Justin Fields by what? by yeah. March. No, absolutely. No, which I- by the way, by because of the way he's playing, unlikely. I unlikely. Wouldn't, I wouldn't see many teams hopping on that thing. So enter Washington. We touched upon we we touched on Denver a little bit early on. If Russell Wilson gets released, my thought is that he goes to Washington. He's from the Virginia area. Mm-hmm. Washington needs a quarterback. Eric Bieniemy is going to be the next head coach. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Probably. Probably. Absolutely. Probably. You never know. But for all we know, it could be Jack Del Rio, who's who was fired by them some time ago. No, nah, I think it'd be Eric. Hopefully. He deserves dude, a chance. Dude, dude needs a shot. Exactly. Dude's got to get a shot. Yeah. Um, But Washington, Washington could take a quarterback second. Unless if Russell Wilson decides to go, you know what? I'm going to sign with Washington. They're my hometown team. Let me just have some fun with there. Again, if Denver decides to cut bait with him, which you never know. No, reports are that they, we all expect it. I think, me personally, if I can give my honest opinion, I think they'll restructure his contract and keep Yeah, the, you have to restructure I don't deal. think he's going to get his money next no. year. I think it's going to be one of those things. Here's our offer. You like it. You don't. If not, then we're going to cut you. I think that's what's going to come bo- boil down to. Which, I don't which again, if Russell Wilson really wanted to win in Seattle, he would take a massive pay cut every year. But then again, but then again, I digress. No, exactly right. Um, the next one's the Patriots. <laughs> the Patriots fascinate me with this one mm-hmm. because Belichick's in all likelihood could either retire or leave the Patriots as head coach and probably go to the Chargers or retire. You never know. Right. If the Patriots decide to go, hey, we're going to make Bill O'Brien the head coach. See what he can work with Mac Jones because Bill O'Brien is an offensive coordinator, good coach. Mm-hmm. I will I will die on this hill. And Houston with Houston, he really didn't get the axe until he decided to become the GM. Yep. So we all know how that story turned out. He wasn't too too bad at Penn State. Eh. He no, was he was good at Penn. He was good at Penn State. State. I could I could speak from yeah. experience. He was good with Penn State. Um, he had a good he had a good couple wins here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly over Michigan that one year in overtime, uh, four overtimes. But um, I want I would like if I were in New England spot, I would say okay, we took Mac Jones with the with our first pick for a reason. Let's see what we got in this kid. He's a he was a Heisman finalist at one point for a reason. Dude's got a good arm. He can throw the ball really well. Let's see what we can do with them. Then comes the Cardinals. If if Arizona decides, which I again, you never know. Right. But if 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 Kyler decides to say, you know what, I want to get traded. You made you made the argument he could get traded. Mm-hmm. You make that argument. Um, his contract is not unmovable. But it's kind of unmovable. Yeah, the Cardinals are going to have to pay some, pay a lot of that to get him out of out of there. 
I'm trying to think. Washington. Yeah, see, Washington keeps ringing a bell. And I still think Kirk Cousins is out in Minnesota. And then the fifth option are the Giants. Hmm. The Giants, the Giants, you thought the Patriots fascinated me. The Giants are like, okay, you're just there. Mm-hmm. You're just there. You're you're that kid that's, how would you describe? It's like my entire life in high school. I'm just there. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Absolutely. I'm just there. Yeah. I'm not even roasting <laughs> myself. That's just real. Um, But the Giants are like that kid in the back of the class that's just like, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm just rolling with it. They were in the playoffs last year. They had a really mm-hmm. good team last year, despite the record. Yeah. Brian Dable, I mean, Brian Dable, say what you want about him. Dude can coach. Oh, yeah. Dude can coach. Um, but the whole point was, I don't think a quarterback's going to be taken in the top mm-hmm. five. Now that's what the NFL wants. The NFL wants team like Chicago to go to Caleb Williams and say, you're a bear. But in reality, the Bears could take Marvin Harrison Jr. with their first overall pick, who was rumored to be the first overall pick come last Mm -hmm. summer. So if the Bears take Marvin Williams Jr. with the first first overall pick, then Washington uh, in free agency says, okay, we're going to take Russell Wilson or we trade for... Mm-hmm. Or we go balls to the wall and trade for Kyler Murray, and then comes the Patriots, which we're going to take a we're going to take an offensive lineman or booster that defense up. Then comes the Cardinals again, which pick and choose. Then comes the Giants, which pick and choose. Yep. So I don't think we might get a quarterback taken until the latest, the top ten. Well, I mean, because <clears throat> even if you look at, even I say, for example, top five, Chicago, their best option really is to build around Justin Fields, give him some to. weapons. You got I, to. I think, I mean, that's your first your first option. I think you've got to build, especially if you have anybody that wants to take Justin. Washington's going to be an interesting one. You don't yeah. know. Are they going to go rookie quarterback, bring in a veteran like a Russell Wilson to learn from, and then. Or Sam Howell. Well, exa- ex- absolutely. Or Sam Howell is in that question here. New England, I'm with you on that one. Do they stick with Mac and see what Bill O'Brien can do with them? That's going to be an interesting one. If not, um, I have I the draft board up here for you. Okay. So the Chargers are picked six, then this Tennessee, then the Jets, then the Falcons, and then round up with Chicago at 10. Followed by Vegas, then Minnesota. That could be a quarterback. Mm-hmm. New Orleans, Denver, Seattle. Denver could be depends on the quarterback situation. Denver could uh, Seattle. be fourteen. Depends Seattle. on who all is who's all taken. Okay, so Caleb's going to drop. There's a good chance he could. I yeah, think absolutely. he drops. I think Caleb Williams drops from the whole controversy with USC that season as a whole with the Trojans, and just the fact <laughs> the dude regressed. Yeah, I don't know what transpired. I don't know if the Heisman got best of him or finally everybody figured him out. But this was not his best film that he's going to produce. Hopefully, I mean, you got to look at it. But unfortunately, this wasn't his best. And 
the scouts going to have to look at the film whether he likes it or not. One thing we can agree on is that the dude can run and he's got a great arm. Oh, he great has great arm. talent. Yeah. Yeah, you saw but, it firsthand. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, got to watch him live, but I mean, this dude, this dude can play, but he's he going to realize he that, has a lot of. Sorry to cut you off, but he has a lot doing? of. He has a lot of Colin Kaepernick in him. Yeah, he has a lot of Kaepernick in him. Um, but the top five QBs are depending on how you look at it in no particular order are Michael Penix, Jane Daniels, Bo Nix, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and there's a sixth one in there in J.J. McCarthy. Good old J.J. I, th- I still think he's a Bronco. Um, <clears throat> Five or six quarterbacks could be taken in the first round. Maybe less. Maybe less. Well, we could we could have this situation to where uh, you could end up like a Johnny Menzel or a or a um, who was it? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers that yeah Aaron Rodgers went twenty fourth and they um, there was somebody else that was a day two quarterback that was supposed to be day one I can't think of him now um, oh day two that was supposed to be day one yes Boomer Sison um, yes thank you I knew I was Boomer Sison in Maryland yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a good chance. I mean, Tennessee doesn't need a quarterback. The Chargers don't need a quarterback. They're perfectly fine with Herbert. Jets don't, even though, you know, it's, eh. it's, it's up there in the air. Eh, Falcons, you never know. Ritter, I don't, you know, who knows what they're going to get out of him. It, it, this first round is going to be interesting. I Now, I do think this is going to be a defense and wide receiver round by four. Yeah. Especially yeah. that receiving core. Receiving depth is really good this year in the draft class. It's very good this year. Very good. Very good. No, um, I think it's I think it's a defensive and wide I think it's a defensive side and a wide receiver round, to be honest. I would like on my side of things, I would like either Penix or Bo Nix, or out of a long mm-hmm. shot, Caleb. I think who I think the farther Caleb falls, if it depends on how far he goes, if he even does, it's gonna be fascinating. It's gonna be fascinating who jumps on him just to say you got him. I know uh, real quick. I know uh, Clyde and I talked on this week's episode of Air Raid, and you know we kind of talked of who we want and don't want. You know that the edge uh, Dallas Turner of Alabama, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that dude's a stud. And if and if he can fall to 15, 14, wherever Denver ends up at, could be high. It depends on how the situation goes out tomorrow. Um, you know, he he could be one that I like. Uh, Kool Aid Penitentiary, even though he don't like Kool Aid. That is such a great name. I love that name, Kool Aid and PS. That is such a great name for him. No, you can't. Um, I I would love to have him and Bo Nix. I think my my three, but it's gonna be interesting. Uh, especially for now, for you guys, it's really going to be interesting. Yeah, middle of the so, pack, you know. It's so, which is weird because we talked about the defense earlier. Um, their defense is not. It's weird. They're they're literally a bend but don't break defense. Now, do you guys need a tight end? No. Fant, Fant, I get. I think it's resigned. Disley's under contract. Parkinson, I think it's resigned. Running backs are fine. Receivers are deep. Well, they're they're realistic. They're deep at all three of those positions. Running back, tight end, receiver. 
Uh, offensive line. They took that kid out of Michigan, mm-hmm. who was the Remington Award winner. Olu Oluwatimi out of Michigan. He was the Remington Award winner, I think he was, for uh, Michigan last year. And they had this other kid, Anthony Bradford, who is a monster of a man. Oh, and, absolutely. And the two, the two tackles, Charles Cross and Abe Lucas, mm-hmm. they're good. Uh, the, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't looked through the prospects enough to really see. Right. Um, but there is an internal discussion saying that, okay, they could stick with Gino for either the next year or they could cut him, bless you, or Thank they you. could, they could cut him and they could save $30 million, mm-hmm. which Gino's not having a bad year. He's having a good year. Not like last year by any stretch, well, no. but, um, it's. My argument is, okay, take a quarterback with your first pick. Let him sit behind Geno. Yep. Let him sit behind Geno and let the kid and let the kid learn. Because what Kansas City taught us is you could you could trade up, take a quarterback with your first pick, have him sit behind a veteran in Alex Smith. And have everyone lose their minds when yeah. they trade him to Washington, which we all know that that worked out well for them. <laughs> Say what you want, but um, that that's that's my two cents behind, and that's what I would do personally. Now, the reason why I asked about uh, the tight end position because Brock Bowers, the tight end out of Georgia, yeah, he's good. He's, good. he's good. He's good. He's good. Okay, so now we're having some fun here. Um, <clears throat> the free agents, mm-hmm. I haven't looked through a lot of them, Mm-mm. but they could. The C- Seattle has thirty million dollars in cash space, assuming they cut they cut Jamal and Quandre Diggs. Right. Which, by the way, they both need to be sent to the moon. Just fly away. Um. Their cast, their the, one thing Schneider knows how to do well is coordinate the cap like a magician. Oh yeah, he can do it really well. Anyway, did you see SmackDown on Friday? <laughs> oh boy, uh, dude! I I want to because uh, Chris Joseph, a buddy of mine, him and I were talking about it. I'm curious how this Royal Rumble ends up because I'll tell you it looks like this four-way match you got a four-way with AJ and LA and Randy and Randy and Roman, Randy and Roman. I will tell you how this how now you get the rock involved I will tell you I will tell you what they're gonna do um rock and Roman for elimination chamber because it's, it's, it's in Australia right it's in Australia this year. That's what I think is going to happen. And for the men's rumble, I think that it has CM Punk written all over it. No, I agree on that one. If I were to put my Jim Cornette Booker hat on. Oh, Lord. Um, which is, hey, listen. <laughs> he's a Southern lad just like yourself. Come on. <laughs> By the way, Kentucky is the South for those of you who want to yell at me. Yep. Kentucky is the South. 
Um, if I were to put my Booker hat on, CM Punk wins the Rumble, challenges Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Title in Mania. Mm-hmm. That's main event number one. All right. Cody wins the Elimination Chamber match against, in all likelihood, the first three we just mentioned: Roman, right. uh, AJ Styles, LA Knight, Randy Orton. Maybe you throw Kevin Owens in there. Either way, that's gonna be a, a f- phenomenal match. Do you throw for the a, Elimination a, Chamber? Do you throw a Jay in there? Jay Uso? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I would. It'd for be worth shits it'd be and worth giggles. It though, yeah. You know what? Throw McIntyre, actually. Throw Drew McIntyre in there. That'd be fun. I would, how many is in there? Six? Yeah, six. So you got Drew. Four, four in the pods, two, two, in, two to start. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's six. Is it me or is it parts? Is it me or is maybe just me or does anybody else have this feeling to where Jay Uso reunites with Roman? Here's what I think could happen. <clears throat> yes, you could have a well. Jay Uso as a single is is pretty good. No, absolutely, he's good. He's, good. Yeah. he's shown now on two different occasions why he deserves to be a single star. Oh yeah. Um, Jimmy, say what you want about him, whatever. Solo, solo, Sokoa. I I have a lot of hope for him. I'm the hoping third that he, yeah, I'm hoping that solo they kind of give him a write off. He's got to yeah. get he's they need to move from somewhere, get him away from Roman somehow. Here he has Batista written all over him. The dude can dude dude can he's strong. Jimmy needs a tag team partner. I hate saying that. Yeah, I, I like I like Jay, but those two are better as a tag team. Oh, by far, yeah. Um, but what I think you could do is that. Jay could stay. Now, Jay and Jimmy could say split up and they have a match in Mania against one another. That'd be cool with me. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, At Mania 40 main event, night two, mm-hmm. which is going to be, like it or not, Cody somehow dethrones Roman for the title. It's uh, it's written all over it. It's written literally yeah. spoon fed. <clears throat> because them. a lot of, you know, if, if a lot of people were to do the research, I mean, Roman eventually wants to retire and spend more time with the family. So, yeah, this is where this is where his send off is going to be somewhere before uh, SummerSlam. I think this is where we're going to send him off at. By the way, Paul Heyman should have on the Hall of Fame this year. No question about it. Oh, absolutely. Um, Philadelphia is the home of WrestleMania this year. ECW written yep. all over it. Um, But. At the same point, as I was saying, Jimmy, well, Jay gets involved because it could be a no disqualification match. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, Jim, Jay gets involved. Sammy gets involved. Kevin gets involved. LA gets involved. Like a lot of these guys gets involved. All of a sudden, Jimmy and Solo are in there. Mm-hmm. Jimmy super kicks Roman and Solo knocks them both, knocks Solo out of the ring, fights Solo. <laughs> Just Cody hits the crossroads. One, two, three, new champion. No, I that would be awesome. I could see that. That would be awesome. I could see that. Oh, by the way, for those of you uh, uh, listening or watching, let's just go watching. We have the we have a new guest for BS Sessions, Volume Thirty Five. So, are you familiar with the name of Jackson Bevins? Yes. He's coming on. Really? Yeah. 
I got to watch that one. Uh, uh, field goals and cigar thoughts. So he's going to come on. Nice. Uh, we're going to have it live on Tuesday. Um, Have a good time. Have a good time. Nice. Big, fa- big fan of his work and his beard. Batman has an immaculate beard. Phenomenal beard. Makes me jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I had that coming. <laughs> no, that dude has a phenomenal beard. Okay, so now on the women's side of things, I think Bailey wins the women's rumble. Oh yeah, and here's why: you if you if you pay attention, mm-hmm. you start to see the cracks form or damage control with yep. Eosky, the champion, Dakota Kai, Kyrie Sane's now involved. By the mm-hmm. way, welcome back, Kyrie Sane. She's phenomenal. Oscar is in there. <laughs> but, by the way, Oscar as like as the Kana face paint is awesome. Oh yeah. From her days in Japan. Um Bailey wins the women's rumble and challenges EO Sky for the title. Because she's not challenging Rhea. No, I don't think no. Here's what I would do for Rhea. Elimination Chamber. We have a certain diva come back. CM Pong's wife. Oh AJ um, Lee. AJ Lee. AJ mm-hmm. Lee. That would be fucking cool. Hmm. Or if you want to have some fun with it, Bianca Belair. Because why the hell not? Hey. Listen, that, you never know. No, with AJ. no. Mm-mm. You never know with AJ. She's hmm. one of those like, I miss. She was awesome. No, she was. Her I wrestling gotta, was phenomenal. She was. She was a really good talent. Wrestling, I'm I'm hoping they get it back to where the storylines are phenomenal. Which which is they're they're starting to get there. Which by the way, AEW needs to do. Can, can I okay? So I I like Kenny. I do. Mm-hmm. Kenny the sports guy mm-hmm. podcast. Like the guy. Phenomenal phenomenal dude. Really, really great dude. By the yeah. way, local guy up in the Bronx. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, Phenomenal guy. He is the like he he will say that like the most random shit like AEW is the perfect promotion. <laughs> I'm like Kenny, what the hell are you smoking? <laughs> yeah, I, I love Kenny. I'm always like, dude, I, you're you're obviously seeing something I'm not seeing because I yeah. So I'm, I'm missing the mark here somewhere. I saw that first. The devil angle was it was slow at first. And then it picked up like, mm-hmm. oh, it makes sense now. And then, uh, I just, f- for those of you who do not know, AEW, their most recent pay-per-view was World's End over mm-hmm. locally here in mm-hmm. Nassau Coliseum yep. over on the island. Samoa Joe and MGF for the AEW World Heavyweight title was the main event. Now, the secret little nitbit to this whole thing was there was a devil Yep. In the race here. Adam Cole was missing. Mm-hmm. People didn't know who the devil was. There were speculations about, oh, it's CM Punk. Oh, it's Jungle Boy. That would have been funny. A lot um, of people thought it was CM. Yeah. I thought it was CM Punk too. And then he debuted a Survivor Series. By the way, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. We like that shit. But 
my whole point is that everyone was talking about like AEW is the best promotion, OWW is the best promotion. Wrestling as a whole has gotten a lot better. Not just mm, AEW, right? Coming having the golden age that they started, they did for four years. They were great. WWE resurging. TNA is now back. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Say what you want, Ring of Honor. New Japan's been okay, pretty good. New Japan's pretty good. New Japan's always pretty good. <clears throat> um, but there is a constant debate between these two, the previous two promotions I mentioned before, AEW and WWE. And it's always about the fan base. Like the AEW fan base can't see, they're in a state of denial, it seems like all the time. Yep. And again, Kenny, love you, bro. Damn, son. Yeah, listen to Jim Cornette more. That dude is a genius. <laughs> I need to. I need to get him on. Just kind of pick it or even text him, and just or, pick his head. Like, what are you? What are you seeing that I'm obviously missing the mark on? Or Dutch Mantel, one of those two. Oh, absolutely. Dutch would be fun to listen to. But <clears throat> going back to what I said, Samojo submits MGO for the title. We have a new AEW World Champion, and his name is Samojo. Mm-hmm. Um. But before all that, the devil was revealed to be Adam Cole. Right. And I thought, okay, nice little swerve there. And then people were saying, and then Adam Cole says, I want Samojo to bring me the title. What? Samoa Joe looks like crap, dude. He he looks like his age. Horrible. He looks like his age. Oh, absolutely. By the way, Samojo is damn near 50. It'd be done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's damn near 50. Um, Edge, love you. Retire, please. Um, For the love of God, please do it. Just for your neck. He's going to, I'm not trying to be mean to Edge. For your neck. He's going to kill himself in that ring if he don't quit. For your neck, please. Please. And he's got young girls, too. Yeah. And for Beth, too. For Beth, too. Yeah. Yeah. Be there for your kids because. be there for Beth too, jeez. Well, yeah, the way that he's he's treating his body in AEW now, man. Listen, listen. Best if I had if I him. had a broken freaking neck, quote Kurt Angle, um, <laughs> yeah. if I had a broken freaking neck that was repaired on four different occasions, I'm done. And <sighs> whatever. I mean, it's just that's just me personally. I would retire, spend time with my daughter, spend time with yeah. my wife. You know, because. Let's be honest here. If I was paralyzed, mm. damn, that would suck for me, my lady. Well, dude, that would be miserable. That sound was incoming. <laughs> I love this. If you dream. know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna play George Michael's. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you guys part. don't get that, then you guys missed a mark. We're an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, AEW as a whole, like I, the whole point of wrestling is not great matches. Right. Storytell. It's, it's literally theater. Mm-hmm. It's oh, literally Broadway. Mm-hmm. Don't believe me. ECW had their, had their original, Home in a fucking Broadway theater. Yep. In Philadelphia. Yep. Seriously, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Probably. 
Is it? Oh, I'm I don't sure know. it is. I'm sure. Probably. Probably it is. But like I don't know. Dude. I mean, take over for me while I gather my thoughts, because this is just crazy. Well, WWE, their storylines have gotten better when Vince finally stepped away. All hell Triple H. All hell yeah. Triple H. Uh, uh, when he completely stepped away, the storylines have gotten better because I don't know where WWE was going with with any of that. AEW needs somebody. I don't know who the storyline guy is. If that's um, Tony, Tony, it's Tony Khan. Oh, oh, okay. You know who they should hire to first shits and giggles? That'd be hilarious. Tony Russo, Vince Russo. <laughs> that would be funny. All oh, the memes in the Jim Cornette podcast would be glorious. Well, oh, some dude. content. <laughs> well, Vince is the reason why WCW fell on its face. Yeah, Vince Russo was the biggest reason why WCW fell on its ass mm-hmm. imploded. Um, do you know the story of how TNA wrestling became its name? Negative. Do you don't know this story? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. So Vince Russo was hired by uh, Bob Carter, Jeff Jarrett, and Jerry Jarrett when TNA was <clears throat> going to be formed. Right. The reason why it became TNA was because Vince Russo pitched the idea. Its original name was, quote, Tits and Ass Wrestling. I'm not joking. Interesting. So, Vince Russo got canned sometime later. Jim Cornette as head of town relations. Vince Russo takes over again in 2006. All hell breaks loose. And then Hogan, right. Flair, the whole nine yards. There there should be a whole 30 for 30 documentary on the rise and fall of TNA. Wow. It was so bad. And then I see so much TNA. Well, yeah. Like old TNA with AEW. And I got castrated for it. I said, AEW is no, not like TNA. Yeah, it is. The only it's, difference it's, is that, the only difference here is that Vince Russo isn't in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say that too much. That might happen. And so, and say what you want about Dixie Carter. The only good thing about her was her looks. There's no way a woman of, of her age. She'll look as good as she has. But anyway, she's from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why. That's true. <laughs> listen, I got no, I got no joke. Listen, we don't kink shame around here, but she's not my hall pass. That's for sure. No, no. Saw my head because my hall pass. No. Saw my head because definitely my hall pass. Or who was that? Ch- who was the girl from the Matrix who played Trinity? Um. We're going deep down a rabbit hole here, folks. <laughs> uh, Be prepared. <laughs> hold on. I can see your face. Hold on. You have a phone right there, Mike. Google it. That's what I'm doing right here. <laughs> Carrie Ann Mo- Moss. She was good looking in the first three Matrix movies. Good for her. I don't know why. She was, well, yeah, we do know why. Brought to you by Old Spice. How I don't have an Old Spice sponsorship deal to blow <laughs> <For real? my mind. laughs> Make it happen, guys. I will make it happen somehow, some way. <laughs> Belly up, Mike. Please help <laughs> out, please. 
If that ever happens, I'm dead. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> My goals will be achieved. <laughs> Dan can retire. I, no, no way. <laughs> <laughs> if I was doing this for money, I would have quit a long time ago. Dude, was, oh, absolutely. Oh, boy. If I was doing this for money, I would be not doing anything else but this. <laughs> Maybe my insides hurt. <laughs> Oh boy. Who was I don't know who the hell it was. Do you remember Mr. And Mrs. Smith? Mm-hmm. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. The first one, the woman Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. That was that movie actually got them together in the first place. I kind of figured it was. Well, no shit. <laughs> well, look at them. Well, look yeah. Them. Well, yeah, that's when they were young, young. Brad Pitt, oh, I'm not going to play the sound. I can't do it. Uh, Brad Pitt makes me want to go to the fucking gym. That dude is like 60 and there's he's he's eternally good looking. Well, look at. Um, I can see his face. I was talking to him about, but we were talking about him. Movie. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Now, granted, he probably had a lot of Botox to him because he's 70 something years old. He's seventy something years old. Oh yeah, he's no. Uh, I don't believe oh, you. Yeah, Keep me talking here. He's got to be. I mean, you look at the Rocky movies. Was way no. He's got. He's seventy seven. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sure he got a lot of Botox for men treatments, and maybe not. I don't know, but. No, he looks no, good for 77. Surgery, dog. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But for 77, though, dude. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm blown away. Yep. Damn, son, look at that. Yeah, because we were talking about that work. We were talking about Tulsa King. That's what brought him up and and how uh, that series is amazing. But, yeah, Sylvester Stallone, dude. 70 mid upper 70s looking like a gangster to steal. Probably can fight a lot of my I'm sure he can fight Mike Tyson for all I know. Okay, here's a great question for you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Mike Tyson, <laughs> would you rather oh boy for two million dollars? Oh god, take a punch from Mike Tyson oh, or Jesus. a kick from Joe Rogan. We're talking about Mike Tyson in his prime, I'm sure, right? No, Mike Tyson now. He can still fight, he can still punch though. He can Joe. still fight. Kids from Brooklyn. Where's Joe Rogan kicking me at, though? That's a good question, yeah. Okay, fine. Lower leg. Joe Rogan. You'd rather... Good point. Yeah, I'd rather break a leg than break my face. Yeah, I'm afraid Mike Tyson might... No. If Joe Rogan... Knowing Joe Rogan, though, dude, I think he's going to send it down south. Oh, knowing Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. No, no. Knowing, knowing no, Joe. No. I don't know if I. That's why I asked you where. <laughs> no. Because knowing Joe, dude, I can see this. That makes my insides hurt. No, it, it's yeah. Uh, do you want to hear a fun story? So speaking of uh, thunder from down under, um. <laughs> By the way, that was a fun fuck. That was a funny ass story. I forgot to tell you about. Um, me and my family were in Vegas, right, some time ago, 
and we were in a where the fuck were we in which hotel i think it was like caesar's palace or some shit and it was myself my mom my sister um my dad and we were just we were scrolling through vegas or whatever right we then see this poster for this for this performance yeah, boy. And i'm like what the hell is this and my, all I hear is my mom and my sister screaming off the top of their lungs. I'm like, oh, God. And my dad goes, they found it, did they? Uh-oh. It is a poster for a... It's basically like Chippendales. Oh. It's, quote, quote, Thunder from Down Under. <laughs> now, listen. Uh. And out there. If your lady asks you to go for her to go see Thunder from Down Under, that is her hall pass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or Chippendales. Yep. Or Magic Mike. Let's be real. Because you can watch Magic Mike and get motivated to take your ass to the gym. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you can watch any of them, dude. Jason Momoa. Jesus. <laughs> Look at him. Yep. Dude, Look we, at that, we, man. Right. Look at this succulent hair he has. There's a reason why it was Cal Drogo in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Motivation for 2024, guys. Motivation for 2024. Goals. Bang the left. mother of dragons. <laughs> Get shredded <laughs> like Jason Momoa. <laughs> oh, I'm dead on that one. <laughs> Thank God we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny as shit. <laughs> 2024, guys, just go to Vegas and uh, get your get your inspirations from there, and uh, the rest will will hopefully be hit, will be uh, fulfilled for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love doing this. <laughs> it brings me so much joy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh dear lord! What else is in the news? Uh, AOP returned. Authors of Pain returned with Carrying Cross and Paul yep. Ehrling. That's cool. Split the tag team titles now. Yep. Oh good god! What else happened in the Department of Bullshit? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, friend of mine got married, got engaged. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. Good for you, John. Good job, John. Yeah. Way to represent. It's not. It's not the John that we know. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not the John that we know. I don't. I would have told you. About I don't. That. I don't know if he. he you know, I could. You know, maybe. You never know. You never no, know. He never know. You never know. I could get a phone call from him like in the next three hours saying, like, dude, I mean, he could, yeah. You never know. He could be literally calling you right after the show because it's John. Oh, there it is. No, I'm just kidding. It's ESPN. <laughs> oh, my God, dang, John. I got you. I got you. John, I, like, I told you. John, I told you. John, Johnny D, if you're listening, man, please. <laughs> He's, it's going to happen for you, Johnny. They're better. They're better. 
there. She makes she makes him happy. Seriously, that's good though. Serious no. Oh boy, we're having a good time. <laughs> oh boy, we're having a, real, we're having a good time. <laughs> Remember how Ravens fans were saying that uh, Tyra Huntley should have gotten mm-hmm. paid. That yep. is hilarious. Yep. What is happening? I don't know. I think Pittsburgh finally won. Good. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Really? I believe Steelers so. did win. Yeah. 17. No shit. Steelers could make the playoffs. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hold on. Timeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if Pitts. No. No, if Buffalo has to win tonight. Buffalo has to win tomorrow night. Buffalo Buffalo has to beat Miami. Then the Dolphins, which Dolphins are still in, then the Buffalo Bills win the AFC East. Wow. Wow. But Kansas City would get the... Wait, what? No, Buffalo would get the two seed. Right? Mm, I don't know. Okay. No, yeah, what, what was that you just said? Buffalo would get the two seed mm-hmm. if they beat Miami because they own the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. Yeah, they'll be the two seed then. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what? Okay. <clears throat> Closing up the show with this. Uh, playoff predictions. Um, assuming... Um, Seattle's out, Green Bay's in, or whatever the hell. I mean, right. like, we're we're just—it's a guessing game at this point. But you never know if Green Bay, if the Vikings somehow beat Green Bay and the Seahawks beat Arizona, the Seahawks are in. Right. And then if Tampa wins, they win the South. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, Detroit, Dallas, Philly, LA—that's mm-hmm. the NFC. Right. Assuming Buffalo beats Miami. Which they could. It's doable, yeah. Where is it? Is it Miami? Mm, yes. It's in, it's in so. South Beach. Okay. Um, Baltimore, Buffalo, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Miami, um, either Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, or Houston. One of those three. I'm just going to throw out a limb and say Indianapolis. Or two, AFC, two AFC South teams are going to make it. Right? Because how many teams make it? Seven? The, seven, seven per conference. Because if, if Jacksonville beats Tennessee, they automatically clinch the South by, by default. Right. Um, if Jacksonville loses, and if Houston or, or Houston or Indianapolis win later tonight, they clinch, mm. one of them clinches the South. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm looking at the standings too. Yeah, that'd be right. Right. Yeah. So, who is your Super Bowl prediction? If all those, if let's that just a- yeah, let's that, ass, let's assume that AFC is so wide open. They really is. Because I'm not sold on my on Baltimore at all. I think Baltimore wins the AFC. But Kansas they, City, this is fizzling. 
Casey shot themselves in the foot too many times. And you know what? Well, Screw Taylor Swift has been more of a distraction than anything else. Would you how okay? If Miami somehow makes it, because mm-hmm. I would love to see the Dolphins make it for shits and giggles. That'd be cool. That'd be cool for them. <sighs> That's tough. Jacksonville, New Cleveland, Buffalo. Because uh, with my luck, Buffalo's going to get paired up with Kansas City. And for some reason, they just. However, however, it would be Buffalo. You might get snow. Oh my God, Kyle would lose his mind. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Okay, you know what? You know what? For shits and giggles, I will say this: If Buffalo, some I expect a shirtless pick of Kyle if the Bills somehow make it to the to the Super Bowl. Oh God! I expect this man to go streaking like an old school. That's an outdated movie for those interested. And a heads up for y'all. Indy and Houston just kicked off. Um, Kyle's also ripped, by the yeah, way. He is. Yeah, he is. And engaged. Yep. Good for him. For Kyle, cause I, every time I always pick him, they always, when they're supposed to, they don't go very far. But this year, they're not really predicted to go very far. I'm going to go Buffalo, dude. I would, I, would like I would like to see. I would like to see. Yeah, I would like that, too, for him, because he deserves that shit. That whole fan base does. Oh, yeah. That whole entire fan base. You know what? Let's go, Buffalo. You know what? You know what? Screw it. I have chaos. No, I'm going Buffalo, Detroit. I was going to say Buffalo and Dallas. Oh, the old 90s. Oh. Oh. You heard me out? You heard me Hmm. out? The old 90s right there. You heard me out? You go Dallas. I still go Detroit. Yeah, as much me, as I want to see Motor City, Dan Campbell, bite off kneecaps all the way to, to Vegas. No, give me Buffalo. For the Super Bowl. However, Detroit deserves that shit. You know what? I, it's so tough because the NFC is wide open. Both of them really are. If Seattle makes it, they can make it interesting. Because mm-hmm. they could go to tell it. Realistically, if we're. Somehow, someway, they go toe-to-toe with somebody. And Kyle Shanahan chokes. I'm just saying it. Kyle Shanahan chokes. Right? Oh, it's it's bound to happen. Yeah, it's bound to happen at this point. I was looking at it and see who else can make a run. The Rams could, but they've... I don't know. They're They're so up and down. Yep. No, screw it. Give me Detroit and Buffalo. That's my final one. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be be very fun. Someone's going to win their first Super Bowl. And the whole city will be burnt down to the ground. Uh, Detroit won't because that's already a shithole. There's not much left to burn up there. It could be Milwaukee. Milwaukee's worse. Have you been up there? No. Mm -mm. We're not trashing the city of Milwaukee and their fan base, but good God, that place is a dump. Well, Detroit's pretty bad because I mean, look at the Pistons. You tried. <laughs> you tried. Okay, here's an argument here. People say that New York City is the greatest city in the world. Well, I'm sorry. 
New York City's a dump. <laughs> it is a dump. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm serious. I'm being real. People think that oh, New York City's the best city ever. Like the fuck, it's not. <laughs> the only people who say that New York City is the best city in the world are people in corporate jobs and fucking billionaires. Well, of course. Okay, because they can afford it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Hamptons is so great. Why are people moving out of Long Island? Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it gets even better. Um, because it, it's just like the, the Bronx is a dump. Well, I'm sure Brooklyn's yeah. Brooklyn. Okay, Brooklyn is depends on where you are in Brooklyn. It's nice. It's um, Queens. I mean, I can't say shit because Mama's from Queens. Um, Staten Island is it's whatever. But people are thinking like, okay, New York is best state, best city in the world. It's like, if you're from here, you don't mess with anyone from those streets. Right. Mike Tyson, perfect Mm -hmm. example. That dude's from the streets. Mm -hmm. And look how he turned out. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason why people from New York were called rough riders, particularly in in the streets of New York City. And I'm from Long Island. I can't say shit. I'm a beach guy through and through. Right. But it's just just being absolutely real. You don't mess around with those people on the streets of New York ever. No, I believe you. But if you're if you're with them, like if you if you support them, it's just be like if you have their back, they got your back. I'll tell you firsthand experience. That's firsthand experience. Absolutely. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning into this spectacular live stream of episode 202 of Tide to BS with Sandra Smooth. Uh, hope uh, you had a wonderful time in this neighborhood. Thanks to Mike for joining the Department of BS once again. Absolutely, my man. Uh, thanks Goodbye. to our thanks to our friends over Belly Up Sports and Belly Up Media, uh, Seat Geek and DraftKings for supporting this podcast. Use Stadium the whole nine yards, ladies and gentlemen. My name is the great and powerful Samuel Smooth. I'm coming to you from the beaches of Lovely, Long Island, New York. And I will see you all in this life or the next one. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.